Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. On SENSA, welcome to the Sandful Show. Fierce rivalries, nothing beats the host plus Sandful League. Jared Walsh and Dan Menzel joining you where we are focusing on everything Sandful, Sandful W and the future of South Australian footy. Fierce rivalries, nothing beats the host plus Sandful League. And Menz, it is time to talk national championships because there's been a lot of familiar names wearing that red Guernsey for the first time that um, in a few years we'll look back and go, hey, I remember watching these kids in the national championships. We go to our state under 18s coach. Tony Bamford, Tony, thanks for joining us. Um, mixed results for our South Australian team, but there's certainly a lot of names we're going to be talking about in the future. It's an exciting time of the year. Post-nationals, when everyone starts talking about uh, the future of talent here in SA. So, uh, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, things are happening, which is uh, pleasing. It is pleasing, Bangers. So, thanks for joining us. Um, I just want to talk about the results. So, uh, a couple of losses and a really good win against Vic Country, 15-494 to 11-975. Uh, Tyler Welsh, uh, we alluded to there, kicked five in that one. Jack Delane, four. Just uh, a couple of the names for guys that potentially might go in this season's upcoming draft. Uh, g'day, men. Um, well, there's a few. There's still a fair bit of footy to be played out uh, this year, and um, I, I do want to stress that uh, it's not just national performances that gets people drafted. It's a combination of performances across, well, pretty much two and a half years, really, um, 16, 17, 18 years of age. So something that we really do emphasise to the players that while the champs are an exciting time and, and, and um, a privilege to be a part of, it's not the be-all and end-all of players um, um, in terms of draftability. But as you said, we had a really good win against Big Country over there and... Um, in Melbourne for our third game, which is a really good response for our by our players after a disappointing performance against Big Metro the week before. It was good for us to get across to Melbourne and, and experience a travelling campaign and um, and get to work against a really a really good big country side. So that was a probably well, easily the highlight of our under eighteen program. In terms of draftable talent, um, the obvious ones are the national players. So these are the guys who have been in the national program for. Um, a couple of years now, Ash Moyer, um, Will Patton, Kane McAuliffe and Jack Delene are the four boys who have been in amongst that uh, group of, I think there was 28 to 30 players in the national group this year. So those guys um, have been considered to be draftable for a couple of years now. Um, you can chuck in blokes like um, Bowie Ryan and Will McCabe. They both had really good nationals and have been playing well for the sample clubs. Um, then there's a, a guy who's come from a fair way a fair way back, he wasn't even playing SMFL football last year, and that's Big Taylor Goad, who's 207 centimetres. Ruckman down at South Adelaide and Westminster College. So there's a few names there that I'm sure April clubs will be doing some work on now. 
Tony, can I ask a question about the the two players a lot of people are focusing on, and that is Tyler Welsh and, and Sid Draper. The, the reason I ask that is because obviously Tyler's father had um, a pretty illustrious AFL career and Sid's brother's in the system. Do you find that, that these players come with a little bit more preparation from knowing what it takes to be an elite footballer, no matter how you can kick a ball, it's more so starting to get your mindset, your diet, your preparation really starting early as a player? Um, yeah, you could probably argue a case that that would, uh, that would be true for those two players, but we also need to give a, a lot of credit to the sample clubs and the programs that they come through. Um, obviously, Welshie at the Eagles and, and Sid down at uh, South Adelaide, but both those clubs run the exceptional centre of excellence programs, so they get a lot of education around how to be elite and be a high-performance player around nutrition and goal-setting at that level as well. So, um, yeah, but obviously having a father that played uh, in the system and, and, and Sid having an older brother, Arlo, who's currently going through the system, certainly would have been an advantage as well. Um, but it's not the be-all and end-all. No, but I'm glad you said that too because Sid getting an opportunity to play with South in the league team, and we know, and we're, we're biased when we say it, but also there's a lot of fact behind it that it's the the elite competition behind the AFL. So to actually get time playing in the league gets their, their body and their mind prepared to be playing amongst men. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Walshy, and that's something that um, we sell strongly to our players and the pathway is um, AFL is... A, is the end result if you're good enough but uh, you really should be aiming to play league football at your sample clubs as the first and foremost goal um, and we're seeing Sid experience some of that some of that now at the start of the year we had some other players Will Patton played league football um, uh, Alex Holt's really really close to playing league football at third at the moment so there's would we'd be really thrilled if we could get a couple of more players post nationals to get into the league team like Sid's done so, Bangers, just on that, I want to know your thoughts on this because I think it's varied across the league. Is thoughts on under-18s playing in the under-18s uh, league compared to reserves and league? Do you think that it can potentially stifle uh, development if they are maybe put up too soon or, conversely, the other way around? No, it's a good question, men's, and it's something that we've spoken about uh, a lot um, in my six years in this job, and I and I experienced it a bit down at uh, South Adelaide before I came to work for the Sample. When is the right time to promote a player to a higher level? And um, look, it's different for every single player. You can't just have a blanket rule. And it's something that um, uh, that I spoke to Brad Gotch a lot about when I was down working with Gotch at South Adelaide. And, and essentially my philosophy is this. If the player uh, is not being challenged anymore at under-18 football and he's got to a level where the game has become a little bit easy for him, then it's a, it's probably the right time to sort of reinvigorate the learning and challenge him at a higher level. Having said that, um, we we are really big and strong about these elite junior under-18s. If they do get promoted to a higher level, then um, we'd love to see them playing in the role that they're best suited to, not not just sitting in a forward pocket or a back pocket or playing outside mid if they're inside mid, we, we do prefer and encourage the sample clubs to play them where they've got a chance to show what they're good at. Um, but they're one of the best things about the sample competition is that our boys, our young men, get a chance to go to a higher level in one year where that doesn't happen in the Victorian states and it's uh, certainly an advantage for our players. And 
I know that there's some AFL recruiters who spend a lot of time over here in the sample in the second half of the year watching players play at a high level because they don't get the, ch- the chance to look at the Victorians doing the same thing. So we're really lucky that uh, we have a great state league comp here in the sample for our players to do that. Absolutely. Now, I wanted to ask, the Allies won the Carnival this year. Why were they so strong? It's it's not something that we've <laughs> seen necessarily in the past. And is it something that might potentially continue moving forward? Yeah, they were an amazing team. Um, I, had a, I had a sense coming into the Nationals this year that they were going to be pretty good, having experienced uh, some time with some of those boys last year at under-17 level in the AFL uh, National Program. But uh, yeah, you make a good point. The, the academy systems that uh, that the Suns have got going, the Lions, the Giants, and the Swans, they're accelerating very, very well and and are tracking um, are tracking along the right pathway. They certainly get funded really well by the AFL, um, and it's something that we as a state league are looking to try and replicate as best we can. But um, obviously, with less funds than what those what those states get, but uh, no, they uh, they were an exceptional side, and they'll probably get maybe I don't know six or seven plays out of the Allies in the top fifteen or twenty. So that that's never happened before. So it's a credit to those guys and those players for uh, putting together good programs and something that we hear in the sample and now have to try and replicate. So what happens now, Tony? Before we let you go, do do some of these players that are expected to be invited to the draft or want to go through that process, do, do any of them get shut down to make sure that their bodies are going to stay in peak condition like some other sports? Or is it basically play until you can't play anymore because it's all experience leading up to what could happen? Uh, no, they'll keep playing. They'll... Um... They're, they're heavily invested in their sample clubs and, and their college programs. So they, if they're not injured, um, they'll keep playing and, and hopefully play well. Um, some of them will get invited to test at a national level in Melbourne uh, later on this year. They, they normally invite about 100 players across Australia to do those test, that testing. Um, and then there'll be a secondary testing day here in, in SA just for the, uh, the guys who are probably not... Um, uh, who, are, who aren't as lucky as the boys to get invited to Melbourne. That's normally about 20 to 25 players here in SA. That all happens in October. Uh, but no, the players will play the seasons out and unless they've got an injury. I know that Will Patton, uh, our captain, has gone in to have shoulder surgery, so he won't play again this year. But the rest of the boys are still playing and we hope they play finals and do well. Now, Bangers, just quickly to, before we finish and wrap up here, Harley Reid, is he, for you, a standout number one pick? He's a special player, men. Um, okay. He he's he probably this is this sounds silly, but it, he he probably had a a better under seventeen year than he did under eighteen. Uh, and not, that's not to say that he, this year his nationals weren't good; they were very good. Um, but his under seventeen year was just next level, and that's why um, I guess people were touting him as number one sort of this time last year. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's the best player in the draft from what I've seen, and, and I'd say Jed Walter, the key forward from the Allies, would be second best. Interesting. Big call, Tony Bamford. Thank you so much for your time on the Sample Show. Good on you, boys. Happy to help. Hey, yeah. always good Thanks, to speak Bangers. with someone taking care of the next crop of South Australian talent. Fierce rivalries. Nothing beats the host plus Sample League men. At what age did you start preparing 
to go through the process of hopefully being drafted. How young are these kids now making sure their diet's right, weights, training, and going through everything? I feel like it gets younger every year. Yeah, it does. And uh, now that the Sanford clubs are putting some really good programs in place, for me it was probably under-15s with development squad uh, really kicking off and then you, you're looking at back then for me it was under-17s and 19s. Now we have under-16s and 18s. So... I think kids that are in the under 16 set up at Sanford clubs as a bottom ager, the under 15 year is where they really, it's really starting to get serious and okay, this is what we need to do so that you can make the under 16 team, the under 16 state squad and go from there. But um, it can all happen pretty quickly. I didn't think I was going to get drafted until after my state championships in my under 18 year. The Port Adelaide Football Club are flying at the moment after a shaky start to the season. Tyson Goldsack, their head coach, will speak to next on the Sandful Show. Fierce rivalries. Nothing beats the Host Plus Sandful League.